Hey yo, welcome back to AIW's The Card Is Going to Change. My name is Ronald Two Legs. As always, I'm host. Oh, excuse me. As always, I am with AIW owner John Thorne. What's up, John? I'm here. We had a little trouble lining things up last week. We had to break our streak there. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> we just got to keep everyone on their toes, waiting to see if they're going to drop the pot or not. <laughs> um, we were did, we had a good we had a good little run though. Yeah. Did you do anything fun for the holiday weekend? I was kind of all over the place all weekend, so. Uh, not really. I mean, not really. You know what I mean? Like, every, everything you do is, like, the same shit, right, on a holiday weekend like that. It's like a cookout or, you know what I mean, something of that uh, magnitude. I ended up going to uh, Big Ted. You know Big Ted? Shout out Big Ted, of course, yeah. Shout out to Big Ted. Uh, he had a little gathering on Sunday for the AEW pay-per-view. Uh, you know, cooked up food, full spread. Lots of uh, drinking was done. Uh, a lot of the AEW guys went over there and intermingled with, like, Ted's, like, real-life friends, which was always – it's always a little interesting. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, was anything interesting happen with that? Usually, there's somebody will do something wild or something. And people are like, "Man, what the hell is going on with these people?" Nah, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Not like that. It's just kind of funny. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the guys and the girls at the dance. You know what I mean? Like they had to be yeah. people are on one side, and like you know what I mean. The the normal people are on are on another side. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it was cool. You know, he he did it up big. Uh, for the AEW pay-per-view, so there's a bunch of people that went over there on Sunday night, and, uh, you know, just uh, nothing else too crazy. I know you were out at your, your camper doing doing it up. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I like it I, out there. I got a camper out there, and I just kind of, with the kid, it's like you you get everything in one place, and then you're done. I don't kind of go anywhere, drive all these places. We're just kind of there. And he, like, is obsessed with it. There's a playground and a pool and all this shit, so he really likes it. So it's pretty much just chasing him around, uh, you know, and I'm not going to leave my wife with him. Like, yeah, hey, I'm going to go watch a wrestling pay-per-view. I'll see you later. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah. Got to do that enough for uh, actual wrestling responsibilities, right? Right, right, exactly. So it's like a holiday weekend like that. I was like, man, I lo love the invite, but uh, yeah, I, I probably got to stick around uh, the fam. But I, I love cookouts and shit like that because, um, like, my dad was always, a, he still is, a really good cook. And he's, like, grills and makes food. He's, like, the guy who always cooks. So I, I have no idea. I never really cooked for myself. Uh, I still live pretty close to my parents. And my dad is, like, the type of guy who will, like, get offended if he invites me to come over and eat and i'm like no nah, i'm good he'll be like oh, okay <laughs> sure like he gets like mad so i'm always going over there and eating so whenever there's like cookouts and shit and somebody else is cooking i'm like hell yeah dude let's go because i'm not very good at cooking and i love it <laughs> when other people cook yeah it's just like you know what i mean it's just like that uh do you struggle with this like the weird like transition into adulthood you know what i mean like it's just like everybody all of a sudden one day is like it's like uh, things flipped and everyone just has like family things to do you know what i yes. mean so it's like i don't know like it, it shouldn't be so strange but it's always just strange to me cuz it's just like you know like uh th that's what goes on now on the on the holiday weekends it's like you know family get-togethers or you, you know what i mean like your friends having like a family friendly get together you know what i mean like uh, mm -hmm. it's just I don't know. It's like a weird, it's a weird transition that I should probably 
be used to at this point, but uh, it's just always strange to me. I don't know why. I love it because you'll always get that one friend who still doesn't like have any kids and doesn't really get invited to stuff like that too often. So then they'll show up and come and just get totally hammered. And you're like, yeah, that guy don't hang around kids too often because he is hammered. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm that guy. <laughs> no, I don't. I wasn't alluding to that. I'm just saying because I because you go around you know family stuff. You got Sanka and his kids and friends yeah, with that yeah. stuff. You know your nephews and stuff. So you're around them. But I guarantee you know somebody who's like that one guy who like he's like the outskirts of like you know like friend like people with kids and he don't have a kid or she don't have a kid whatever and they come and you're like yeah you you're out of place right now for sure. They're like dropping f bombs in front of the kid. You're like whoa language please. It's, yeah, it's just kind of funny because like you just never feel like an adult no matter how old you are like <laughs> things just are so adult now i don't know it's just, just it's strange strange feeling sometimes that's but then like on the flip side of that it's like when we have like a dive bar after bar or after party i'm just like whoa you know what i mean like this is <laughs> the gas is turned on too much of this place sometimes you know what i mean <laughs> you feel out of there's like no in between you feel out of place something like that and then also right. the other yeah yeah um, yeah so nothing too crazy though on uh the holiday weekend, but it was just, you know, I had like lots of kind of meetings and Zoom things because we do start getting hit up for like random stuff, you know what I mean? Like random mm-hmm. AIW stuff throughout the summer. So I had a lot, I had a lot of that going on last week. Um, I know it was like kind of like um, they announced it, they, they've been pumping it up, but uh, we're going to do a a little thing at the Hartville uh, Marketplace. They're doing like a wrestling convention there on June 24th. So they're bringing us in to do like a short little 90-minute show at uh, 12 p.m. on June the 24th in Hartville, Ohio, which is, I don't know, about like an hour, hour and a half away from Cleveland. Have you ever been Mm -hmm. there? Yeah, yeah, um, and you know, TSJ goes there all the time, too, because it's a big-time flea market, uh, so they'll be, if that's something that piques your interest, definitely check this out, because there's going to be a lot of, like, flea market stuff. You, if you're, like, a flea market, you know, kind of shop kind of person, this would definitely be something to check out. You know, but it, you it's, like, earlier. specifically, like, a wrestling and toy convention, so I guess they have, like, a like a showroom space or something where it's going to yeah. be all collectible toys and uh, wrestling stuff, and they have, like, Three meet and greets going on. Uh, Savio Vega, Duke the Dumpster Drossy, and I think Ahmed Johnson, if I'm not wow. mistaken, and maybe more. I don't know. Uh, but we're going to do a little 12 p.m. show. Uh, we worked out a uh, small little deal, but uh, it was just, I thought it was just too kind of funny to pass up doing a show at the, the flea market convention at uh, 12 p.m. on a Saturday, yeah. Saturday uh, early Saturday afternoon. Um, Noon bell time is not an AIW tradition. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so it, it's a way to get some people some reps and stuff like that. I mean, it's not the, uh, you know, we're, we're certainly not retiring off this deal. I'll say that. But um, <laughs> I guess there's, you know, there's uh, room to grow with it and, uh, they want to see if, you know, we can bring some people down to their convention and uh, they want to do a couple a year, kind of similar to like Toy Hio or something like that, to where this guy wants to do a couple of these toy slash wrestling conventions in the, you know, in Hartville on uh, a couple, you know, different Saturdays throughout the year. So we're 
I guess he did something with, uh, you know, some other wrestling, live wrestling that I, I don't know what the deal was with that, but uh, he reached out to us and uh, really wanted to get us involved. So <coughs> we worked out a little bit of a deal, um, you know, so we're going to give him, you know, about uh, 60 to 90 minutes worth of a show on uh, Saturday, June 24th, which will be the day after our return to the temple, which we got to get the tickets going for that for sure. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's something that our fans would be interested in. I mean, you know, we we are uh, we've had stuff like this, you know, before, you know, toy type. We do toy toy Ohio, you know, every year, and we had a WrestleCon stuff like that. It's definitely something the fans should come check out. Yeah, and um, you know, we also, uh, you know, I had a huge meeting with the city of North Canton uh, last week, so. That is all squared away. We are returning, you know, for the uh, four or potentially five shows. We're kind of still ironing out the schedule, but uh, we're confirmed for the whole day for the North Canton Street Festival again for the third year in a row. Um, They, like, really were trying – like, we've really – and it's a – you know, this is kind of a – where I got to shout out, you know, not only our crew, but our fans that have traveled down for the North Canton Street Festival. You know, I, I know it's not a ton of our regular fans, but, you know, a, a good portion have gone down both years. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, they really are just like to the point to where, like, we need you guys every year. You know, this is the thing that everybody looks forward to the most at the festival now. Um which is kind of crazy because, you know, the first year they were like, I don't know, you know, like, let's give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And then the second year they were like, yeah, you guys did good, like, cool. And then, like, we heard, like, you know, they may have been upset with us after last year. And they were like, <laughs> oh, no, you know what I mean? One guy's not going to ruin it for the rest of the city. So uh, they're, like, really, like uh, – and I was kind of shocked because you never know what you're walking into when you're going into a meeting like that. Mm-hmm. And – um Dom and I uh, did it. It was like a Zoom meeting, so it was even more awkward, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they were just like, we really need to, you know, what do we need to do to get you guys here again? Um, you know, we we really want to lock this in. So uh, AIW, uh, a Weezer, and a Prince cover band will be the headliners of the uh, North Canton Street Festival this year. Oh, hell yeah. I mean... What was it? Journey last year was pretty good, but we. And the year before was the year before the first year. I don't know if you went to the first year. It was Jimmy Buffett. Um, I don't think I was that that one. No, maybe I don't remember. But But last year, don't you remember? Last year was like Journey or something like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, so yeah, we're we're good to go on that. So I was just kind of locking in some some things. Um, you know, we're also gonna do um. In October, we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna work with the uh, people that you know are behind the Bill Alfonso tournament and all that. Which we're back for that again, July 29th in Ashtabula. We're gonna do the Fonzie tournament again. Um, but they also want to bring us to their um, their convention, which is you know the Great Lakes Geek Fest convention in October. So you know, just like lots of stuff like that, kind of. Uh, I had to dot some I's and cross some T's over the last week and a half. So that was also kind of fucking with the podcast schedule. So 
it, it did not go. It, it was not a light week off, to say the least. <laughs> so now October with that Geek Fest, then that would be something they would do inside buildings. Do you think that'd still be outside October? Probably it's still kind of warm. No, it's go, it's going to be inside. So uh, something that they do is, you know, they they lock down that fairgrounds, but they also have a um, a building on retainer in the event that there's bad weather that day. Oh. So, so we could possibly move, like say if it, you know, if it rains or something like that, they have a place for us to go to do that entire event indoors as well. So, okay. But they do it at a different facility than the fairgrounds, their, their convention. So I don't exactly know where it's at, but, um, we're in for it. Uh, anything else you want to discuss? Cup, uh, upcoming stuff. We got uh, AIW Youngstown uh, coming up this next Saturday, not this week. Excuse me, next week. Uh, yeah, we got. I mean, the Westside Bowl. We got to get. Uh, we got to get some tickets rolling for that. Um, you know, I, so I don't. Did we talk about it? Like, so the Raven deal came back around. I don't know if we talked about it or not. Uh, initially, he was in. Then he was out. Then we booked Carlito, and then he came back around. I, I don't know if we've podcasted since you know he came back around. In. Um, you had you were just in talks. You basically had just locked him down, um, but you did not say the name the night that we podcasted. Uh, so you, I, I want to say that you like had him basically good to go, but you didn't want to like say it officially yet. And then okay, yeah, then we took okay. a week. Yeah, off. yeah. So yeah, so that day, the day, the last day we podcasted, like. Devon, so like Raven called me, and then Devon Dudley called me, and like that kind of like pushed our podcasting time back. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you know, I was like, so I was hesitant to add Raven because we had Carlito, you know what I mean? And like uh, Raven was supposed to have the surgery, but the surgery got postponed, and like he's not going to do anything for like a very long time uh, because of the surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, you know, do you think I could get back on since it got pushed back?" And I'm like, oh. "You know what I mean?" Like, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, in my head, like logically, like, this is gonna be gonna make this show so much more expensive. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, I'm thinking, like, he's not gonna do anything for a long time. Like, it's cool for Youngstown. Like, can we? You know what I mean? Like, can we cement Youngstown as a as a good spot? It, it, you know what I mean? I'm going back and forth with all that stuff. Do you think Raven would be somebody who would kind of like adding extra extra money and that and and an extra person would that put us put us over the edge, kind of of being a that's my hope. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I, so far, like it's not. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's not like crazy presale yet Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i don't know like it's hard to it's hard to say but you know i did bump the tickets up to five bucks um you know so like anybody that got in early you know what i mean like you were um ahead of the curve you know what i mean like you're good but like we did bump tickets up five five more bucks to kind of hopefully offset the costs um but yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Sometimes, like, you just got to jump on this stuff and, like, maybe it's kind of like, 
the same thing happened at Gauntlet. You know what I mean? Like Abdul the Butcher and Larry Zabisco, you know, like I was going back and forth with them and then like I wound up booking them both. And like, I don't know if it, if one, you know what I mean? Washed out the other or, Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Or like they both made money, you know, like you just don't know, but, um, we're going to give it a shot, right? Like, uh, see if Youngstown is, uh, in a town, as they say, just seems like, uh, like, like Raven would be a good place. Like he's a good guest for that place. Like I like Carlito. Of course, obviously it was, it was a cool name, especially after, excuse me, after, uh, you know, the pay-per-view that he came back for, but Raven to me just seems like he fits more at West side bowl. Well, that was my thought too. That's why he was like my, he was my first choice. Um, you know, like Raven always looks cool on a flyer too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's so many cool fucking Raven photos that you can put on a graphic. Uh, so you know what I mean? I'm ho- I'm hopeful. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Toy Hayo always does fucking gangbusters. Um, and we did have a huge walk up last time in Youngstown. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. You know, but uh, the full card is up on Patreon right now. So anybody listening in that early bird. Um, tier can see the full Youngstown card early uh, before things start uh, before all the announcements start rolling out uh, so yeah I, I mean I hope that we can pull that off and I you know I really uh, hope that we can y- y- like it, my main concern is packing the temple like we did uh, because you know there's so few dates in Cleveland right now for us mm-hmm. I, I want to keep that momentum going and keep that kind of um you know what I mean? Like that's the hometown, you know, that's, that that's the hometown. So I always want those shows to do just as good or better than, than any of the other places. So uh, I'm really um, hopeful that we can pack the temple. I'm working on a pretty weird lineup right now. I have like some weird feelers out. I'll say that, uh, that I'm trying to lock in that I should get uh word on today or tomorrow. Uh, but uh, one match, like, it's either going to like, people are going to think it's the greatest or the worst idea ever. If I can lock it in, I'll just put it like that. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm giving it a shot and you know, we are doing the no rules thing. You know, it is the quote rap show, uh, uh-huh. for the AIW faithful that understand what that means. So, you know, people can bring weapons and all that stuff, uh, to the temple within reason, obviously. Um, but you know, that is going to be the, you know, no DQ, anything go show for the year. Right, because I know there was a tiny bit of confusion with the dam because typically the rap show is named after a rap album or phrase or song or something rap related. So a lot of people kind of thought maybe that was the case for dam, but this is your official uh, announcement, obviously at least or whatever for bow down is the rap show. So if you want to bring weapons, you know, Caden, those guys, uh, that now that's the show you want to bring them to. Right, and you know I have locked down um, at least one debut uh that is a female talent i'll I'll say that right now um okay i'm working on some other you know debuts and and different things uh some returns uh there's a lot going on with this kind of uh potential lineup so a couple returns a couple debuts hopefully uh obviously devon dudley meet and greet um yeah so uh, i'm i'm hopeful you know what i mean like to me, this is one I think we got to pack again. 
um, because you have that first temple show and we have a great crowd. We have a great turnout. The energy in that building was just electric all night. It was great. I know there was some complaints about some things, but in the, the ownership was very impressed with us. They, they had a lot of praise for us and what we did and what we brought to it. And I would, I would love to see it slammed again to show them again. Cause you know, I know AIW has some, some off shows here, or there or poorly drawn, you know, attended as we've said in the past, but for the most part, AIW packs the house. And I would love to again, show the temple live owners that this is how we do it on a big scale. And we, you know, we yeah, bring the I mean, crowd. You know, like obviously the goal would hopefully to for them to be like, hey, do you you know, you guys ever want to try this big room? Mm-hmm. Not, not that we could probably even fill that big room, but would love the chance to try though. <laughs> you know the option, <laughs> or just having the option available, because it's really, it's not on the table really. Sure, you know what I mean. Um, not yet, at least. And you know, there's like a lot of people are hitting me up like, hey did you see this or did you see that like with, you know, potential venues in the area? And it's like, you know, like people are sending me this new Mahal's like concept art. And it's like, dude, like they haven't even started on that. You know what right. I mean? Like that's, that's and a long I've known about that. Like I've known about that for the last, I don't know, four, four or five months, you know, at least. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, I've been in contact with them and like, I don't know if, we're what they're looking for. I'll say that, you know what I mean? Like uh, I've had some conversations and you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, It's not, it's not a no, it's not a yes, but I certainly know that it's whatever it's like. They don't even, it's, they just have concept ideas right now. You know what I mean? Like it's not ready and like, they don't think it's going to be ready for till at least the fall. Right. So you know, and, and those guys are, are music promoters. So, you know, like it's a, it's a tough sell for us to get in there. Um, so like in, again, we don't know what's up with the Odeon. We, we don't know if it's going to open, if it's not going to open, if it's going to even be a venue, we got to do what we got to do to, to keep Temple Live happy. You know what I mean? At least for these few Cleveland shows right now, um, <clears throat> because you know what I mean? Like if we're not, holding up our end of the bargain, you know, they're going to not give us dibs on dates. You know, that's just kind of how it is. Right. Uh, that, that's the, that's the stressful part of being a promoter and, you know, kind of dealing with all this stuff and venues and all this. And like, you know, like, uh, it's, it, it's just not as easy as like, Hey, we want to do a show here, you know, like, uh, you would be shocked at how many places are like very anti-wrestling. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like they don't care, but I'll tell you what, like having those consistent numbers does make it a little bit more, uh, easier of a sell to some places. You know what I mean? Like if, like if this Mahal's thing does open up, Right, like, and they're like, yeah, okay, let's do something. Like, they're going to want to see that, like, we have a consistent track record and we haven't lost our foothold in the Cleveland area. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. This is just stuff that goes around in my head and, like, drives me insane. I guess what you're trying to say is we need to keep packing the temple in so many words because, you know, you want, if you want, 
if you want the possibility of that other amount. I mean, I know there's other there's there was plenty of people who told me they had been. They went to the house show that they did there in the Masonic or this or that. There was a couple other stories. ECW ran there once, and a lot of people were like, "Man, that'd be so cool." It would be cool, and the only way that that is achievable, or any of these other ideas like going to this Mahal's place or whatever Mahal's, however you want to say it, whatever the word is is by continuously packing these big shows in Cleveland and showing the Cleveland area that when we run in Cleveland proper, this is how it's done and shown out. Right. Uh, Cause I mean, listen, you know what I mean? There's a lot of things popping up and there's, you know, you have to, you, we have to establish ourselves as, you know, the outliers from the pack of things that aren't going too well, you know, which we, we are established as that, but like if things start trending down, you know what I mean? Like you're in the mix with all that. Right. You know what I mean? And there's no different, there's no way to differentiate any of it. You know, like these venue owners don't know like what letters versus these letters mean. You know what I mean? Like they think wrestling is wrestling a lot of them. So they don't know the difference. You know, like we've gotten, you know, we've had been turned down by, by buildings. You know what I mean? Like because of something that happened in you know what i mean 2003 and they think it's us you, you know like they, it just people you know like it, i guess that's kind of the biggest misconception from a wrestling fans standpoint is you know like th- they think everybody thinks like they think and like knows what they know and most people do not you know especially these these venues and these these different kinds of situations like it's it's a really it's a really hard sell um you know, and it's just like, it's crazy, like how much stuff it seems out of, you know, out of nowhere, all these companies are, are popping up everywhere. And like now, even in, you know, the Akron area, there's a bunch popping up, you know? So, so it's like, is it competition? Like you can argue that either way, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, no. And yes, at the same time, like, because, you don't know what a venue is going to say. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it, mm-hmm. it, it's competition. It's, it, it's not competition in like where AIW stands versus anybody else, but it's competition in a, in kind of a different way to where it's like, you, you don't know what a venue is going to say to them or, you know what I mean? Like one of our venues rents to them and they fuck it up. And then everybody, you, you know what I mean? Everybody pays the price for it. Like uh, wrestling is very easily categorized as wrestling and like, you know, like it's not like music to where like you're a band and you're a band and you're a band. Like people just like look at wrestling as this blanket thing a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. So there's just a lot of stuff to deal with right now. And like trying to kind of stay ahead of that curve is, is, is been, you know, like you're in on all these meetings and things like that. Like you, you see how you know what I mean? How proactive everybody is trying to be to kind of stay ahead of this, you know, potential catastrophe that could happen at any second. Right. Yeah. I mean, it just wrestling as a whole has not the greatest reputation as far as venues go. (laughs) Right. And like the temple, like I, I know for a fact that they did not have the best viewpoints on wrestling, you know, they were not super stoked on it at all based on, you know, prior things. So when we packed it, they were like, whoa, 
you know, and they also really praised our fan base, you know, like for just, you know, no problems, like, you know, stuff like that goes a long way, you know, in a music venue when, you know, you're doing metal shows or hip hop shows or, you know what I mean? Like any, any sort of like altercation, right? Like stuff like pops off all the time in these, you know, a different kind of pockets of the music scene. So like when, you know, we were able to have that many people in there without incident, they were like super impressed. I just hope that we can, you know, keep the, the momentum going, you know, like right now, like the plan is to do Jaylet there um, in the fall, but <coughs> you know, like uh, if we can't, if we can't pack it for our single marquee rap show, like, I don't know if we could do two days in a row there. You know what I mean? Like Jaylet's right. always been a hard sell anyway. So I'm just getting kind of cold feet on, on certain things. I don't know. It's just, um, you know, we do, uh, we do have dates reserved there in the fall. Uh, but you know, like we're trying to figure out, you know, like, can we do ticket packages? Do we want to do ticket packages? Like there's so much, I don't know. There's just so much going on. And like, there's just a lot. And like, and it's like getting to the point now to where we're like, we got to start looking at 2024 dates, you know? So I don't know. It's, it's, it's been pretty, it's been a pretty stressful couple, couple months. Um, I definitely tried to ease back on the the paid i guess uh schedule for the summer you know what i mean like yeah we've set up a couple you know free free gigs like the hartville thing or you know what i mean north canton um you know we've trying to space it out a little bit there's going to be no um like big uh, like regular venue august event at all um outside of Russell Rager, you know what I mean? Like last year, August was like packed. It was like, we had a regular, we had like an Odeon, I think Russell Rager, you know what I mean? North Canton. <coughs> um, so I think Russell Rager will be the only, um, big paid event in August as of right now. Um, and then, you know, we have to, we're going to have to make a decision on jail at weekend, which is slotted for September. Um, you know, probably after we get through the the 23rd, I would think we're going to, you know, because we have deposits and holds and everything on that. But if it's going, if it goes, if it goes bad on the 23rd, you know what I mean? Like there's a possibility we could say like, hey, can we move these deposits to 2024 or something like that? Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I've never really had to do that with them. Like the Odeon was a different, like the Odeon was very nonchalant about moving dates and things like that. Yeah. It's definitely something that would keep me up at night for sure. Uh, booking the dates of that, like the jail, like the idea of having jail it there, right? Like what you said, if we can't, if we can't pack the rap show that, you know, potentially, cause it's potentially three dates. I know we discussed maybe doing the, you know, the, the, the middle student show, whatever, you know, fresh at a different meat, place, yeah. fresh meat. Right. Thank you. Um, but still, I mean, still two two nights worth of shows. You know, you really want to see a strong attendance at this next Temple show to to kind of have that going forward. Because as of not right now, we got Temple on you know the twenty third, and then until we're not back there until what would be jail it. So Correct. you do yeah. sh- two strong ones in a row. I think they would feel pretty confident about a two day one. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like 
I don't know. It's just a lot to, it's a lot to juggle in your head. I mean, you know, I, I'm sure some people don't give a fuck about any, any of this that I'm saying right now. Uh, but, uh, this is, uh, you know, this podcast is like a therapy session sometimes. Uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a ton of stuff to, to deal with. And there's so many moving parts going on with, you know what I mean? Like even, even locking these, you know, little gigs down, you know, these paid gigs, I got to make sure you're good. I got to make sure the camera guys can do it. I got to, you know what I mean? I got to find enough wrestlers that can fill it out, you know, like, cause we're adding this stuff kind of after the fact, um, you know, and people take bookings and all this other stuff. So, you know, like I'm trying, but I'm trying to keep the summer like where it's at as far as what our schedule is. I don't want to add anything else really, unless it's like, you know, something that's not gonna, not gonna matter. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to put the, the financial burden on, on fans having to support more shows throughout the summer. Right. I mean, it's already pretty, they already are pretty packed. <laughs> it's a lot. Of, it's already a lot of shows. Right. But I've, you know, I've tried to mix in like some free stuff and sure, you sure. know what I mean? Like, um, you know, there's, uh, but there's two in June, there's two in July and then one paid one in August right now. And then, you know, September would be potentially jail it. So we'll see, you know, absolution selling pretty good already front row like sold out instantly um you know what i mean so that's promising and i guess i get so stressed about the temple because like i can't see how it's going you know like yeah i can just go on ticket the Ticketmaster website and see like oh there's still front row tickets available you know what i mean so like it makes me concerned uh especially when you know like it's like 50 percent less in every row at that at that venue. So like if we're not selling those out, like it makes me a little concerned. Uh, I know you said you have a return, you have a, a brand new debut, a women's talent debut, some returns coming. Is there any, is that, you know, you have anything else? And I know you said you had some stuff in the works. You're waiting, maybe some more announcements coming. You think would push some tickets probably, I would think at least. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, you know, like you, I sent everything to the graphic designer that I had confirmed. Uh, so he's getting stuff together this week. Um, and then, you know, like I got, like I said, I got one, I got one weird phone call I'm waiting on today that, uh, people are either going to like love, hate, or like, I don't know, like be indifferent about, but I, I think it's great. Uh, but you just never, you just never know anymore, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. You just, you just never know how people, things are going to hit with people. It's hard anymore to judge, that's for sure. Especially, and it's just tough in the summer, too. There's a lot of different options for people. People have family stuff going on. People have, you know, I mean, there's just a lot going on, too, so it's tough. It's crazy, though. I've seen this kind of, like, switch in independent wrestling. Like, when I was coming up, like, promotions would take entire summers off. Like, Cleveland All-Pro, like, would try to do almost nothing in the summertime. Like, all these companies would not do anything in the summer because the summer was known as like this death time. But like, I don't know, like over the last couple of years, like summer has done good for a lot of places. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Like it's, it's hard to, it's hard to gauge anymore. It's just like, you can't predict how anything's going to, how anything's going to go anymore. It seems, but back in the day, like summer 
was like an absolute no fly zone for independent wrestling. But I think maybe as like social media has like become more prominent and direct to consumer marketing and all that, like that's kind of changed. But um, you're right. At the same time, you're up against a lot of stuff in the summertime. You know what I mean? Like you have fucking gigantic concert tours and, you know, like vacations and everything else you, you know but at the same time Weddings. right like at the same time though it's like the tracy's mother's thing like hey man mcdonald's just opened down the street can't compete with that you know what i mean like it's just excuses at the end of the day right yeah um i'm looking forward to our summer summer schedule that's for sure um I look forward to hearing some of the names that you, when we end this podcast and you tell me the weird phone calls you're waiting. I'm excited to hear that as well. Yeah. And like, we're, we're trying to get different people also for the Fonzie thing this year, get, get some different people involved. Um, got at least one, uh, kind of prominent, uh, death match esque worker, uh, confirmed for that in Ashtabula. So that's going to be a big debut. I think for people that are like locked into that scene, even though it's like not a, deathmatch tournament it's a hardcore tournament there's a bit of a difference um you know trying to just lock in different people for that you know just trying to uh, not get complacent so much and and try different things out on on some of these shows but it's hard man because like the indie the indies are doing great but it's like you you have to look at like if i book person x are our fans going going to a care or b like bring more people for person x you know that's the kind of the tough you know math equation you have to guess in your head as a promoter so that's kind of where i'm at right now trying to find those kind of you know no pun intended like x factors that you know can make make people excited so playing a guessing game on who's gonna make the needle move you know right you can think you can have an idea you think yeah of course this person would and then you know it's not the case or this or that you know what i mean and it's hard you know what i mean like gcw runs a lot and you know they have you know what a lot of people are look to as the you know what I mean? The the it people in, in independent wrestling right now. So, you know what I mean? It's you, you gotta work around that schedule and then you know, see who's left out there. So, you know, it's it it's all it, it's really tough right now, you know, is like and at the same time it's not tough, you know, like shows do typically have been drawing better than, you know, they ever have in the majority of the history of AIW, but it's like trying to stay ahead of that, that avalanche of it all cr- come coming crumbling down. So like, that's the, you know, that's, that, that's kind of the game that I'm always playing is like how to try to stay ahead of this whole thing collapsing from, you know what I mean? Every direction. So I don't know, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, a little kind of look into the the we didn't really have much to talk about and you know like this <laughs> turned into like kind of like a look into like just the you know all the variables that that we're dealing with you know on a day-to-day basis you know trying to put together one one or two shows a month like you know 
you have to think about like you know think about gcw they're running you know probably 50 plus shows a year you know it's 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 a lot it's a lot for us to handle you know doing you know two three a month you know and like threes is like very very rare so right um you know it's uh there's just a lot of uh there's just so many kind of you know variables and different things that you know we have to deal with you know and we're just trying to like make sure that the support is still there and it gets tougher when you see these kind of fly by night things popping up, you know, because you have to look at it. Like somebody's going to make a choice and go, Hey, you know what? Like I can, I can go to these two $10 shows, you know what I mean? Versus the, you know, the $25 AIW show, you know, like there's just, <laughs> there's just stuff like that that I'm always thinking of and, you know, trying to be aware of and conscious of, and like, you have to be, you know, you can ne- like I I will never be confident that we're always going to be on top in this area, um, you, you know, right or wrong. Like you, I can't think like that. I always have to think of like, you know what I mean. Like the storm, the storm's coming eventually. You know, like it, it's just a matter of like when. And I see all this stuff popping up, you know, and be it Cleveland or. You know what I mean? Like Summit and Stark County, you know what I mean? Down by the shrine. And there's like, there's a lot more options out there right now if you are a consumer, you know? And like, we're just trying to keep presenting the best option, you know? Uh, but I'm fully aware that some of that stuff can take away from our ticket sales and our support. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's trying to find that like balancing act of not too many shows, but enough shows to stay relevant that people don't want to stray away and go see what else you know what these other companies are offering. Or it's definitely, like I said, I can't imagine it's fun having your job. A lot of people probably think wrestling promoters this uh, great, you know, local big shot, great time. Oh, it's but, all. Uh, it's no, it's all. It, the amount of the amount of stress is awful, and you know the amount of stress that you guys you know, within, you know, the, the AW like kind of inner circle crew feel is like, you know, cause like you guys get it by like, you know, the, uh, just by default shrapnel from, you know, from what I'm explaining is going on, you know, and I actually had to t- have a talk with Dom, you know, recently I was like, dude, you gotta, you, you like, I am stressed. Like, you got to find a way to like not feel as stressed. You know what I mean? Like I am take, like I can take it. Like you got to kind of like find a way to tone it down a little bit, you know, because you know, it just kind of keeps rolling downhill, you know? And like, I was like, you know, I've been having talks with like lots of, you know, even, you know, like you you see the, you see the stress on Pedro on, on a, at an event, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's tremendous. So, you know, I, I try to, I try to talk, I try to talk to everybody. I'm just like, Hey, you know what I mean? Like I know how, like I can, I can handle it and, you know, sometimes thrive in it, but like sometimes like, you you know, it becomes too much and it, you know, it, it keeps breeding kind of like this ball of stress all around us. You, you know, so it's like, you know, I t- like I told Dom the other day, I'm like, dude, you get so stressed out. Like, you got to fucking learn a breathing technique or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, like, I'm dealing with it and I'm sorting through it. Like, I don't want you to fucking, you know what I mean? You're going to, 
you give yourself a heart attack or something one day, you know, because he gets like he gets so stressed out about stuff. And it's just but it's it's by default of like, you know, I just don't think a lot of the fans understand what it, you, you know what I mean? Like what we're trying to sort through. And like you said, like everyone thinks it's like this great job and like it's so much fun. And like there's a lot of fun, you know, and it, it, there are times where it is great. But, you know, I would say if six days out of the week, it is stressful, you know, like, and maybe there's that one, you know, the, just to kind of put it in perspective, one day of fun, you know, a month, maybe, you know, not, not even a week, I guess, you know, perfect, like perfect example was something you were just talking about in the discord, talking about Sonny, uh, Sonny, what's his name and, and booking, uh, uh, Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo. I was going to say Steamboat. Uh, Ultimo Dragon. You know, you had to literally block the guy's number because he called you and texted you and messaged you so many times over literally fielding a phone call from you. And that's just one of a million examples you could probably give of something that it's like, man, people probably have no idea, you know, what really goes on as far as promoter-wise is concerned. Oh, and it's just like, you got to maintain like a real job too. You know what I mean? And like sort through all this stuff. Like, and, and then you have your actual job that you have to do. And now like I'm in the middle of my fucking juggalo responsibilities, you know? Yeah. So like that, that's a lot of phone calls in the juggalo world. I'll tell you that. I was going to say that. And that, that's like how, well, that's not, it's like a month away, almost even a little longer. And that probably takes an, an incredible amount of planning with when you're dealing with such a big entity that like uh, you said, yeah. that, like, there's just so many phone calls and so many different connections. Well, you got to make sure it's okay with this person. Well, we got to contact right. this person. It's like a game of telephone. Yeah. Cause it's like a chain of command. You know what I mean? It's right. like, I don't have carte blanche to like do things. It's like, this is what we want. It's like, okay, this is what I can get you. Okay. Let me see if that's what they'll take, you know? And like, mm-hmm. it's just like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So like, <sighs> there was a lot of that going on last week too. So like, you know, I was just like, so immersed in like so much shit you know like and we just couldn't get a couldn't get a a a podcast together but you know uh we got one we got one now i I don't even know what to title this one we're just kind (laughs) of all over the place with shit what's the the like it's like the sopranos episode when he goes and talks to his therapist (laughs) yeah i mean it's just it's it's a lot to think about and like you know like uh and i'm fully aware this there's plenty of people that do not give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, and that's their right. You know, they want to buy their ticket, be entertained, go home. Uh, that's 100% your right. And like, I signed up for this. You didn't sign, you didn't sign up to do what I did. Uh, so I get that, but it's just like putting in, in perspective for those that are interested, because you know, this podcast is supposed to kind of give, you know, this behind the curtain viewpoint of what it's like to, run independent wrestling company like this is what it's this is what it's like you know it's uh yeah it's it's a lot and you know when you're look like you know i'm i'm terrified about the about the june 23rd show like it and hopefully it does all turn out well but you know you you have to think like there are there's such a chain reaction that could happen if that doesn't go well you know what i mean like because there's no event there's no venues left in the area uh that are currently active so it's like it's that or nothing in the cleveland area um 
and that's you know that weighs on me. It was weighed on me even like you know what I mean. Like that whole Odeon thing was just like I still have like fucking PTSD after dealing with that. You know what I mean? Like that whole thing where it's like it's it's off, it's on, it's on, it's off, it's off. You know what I mean? Sorry, like you got to find another venue. It's closed. You know, like uh, all that shit that went on in that in December. You know, and like we had to move the show fucking an hour away. You know, like because yeah. you couldn't find anything. Uh, I just shit like that. Like I, I'm terrified of having to do that again. You know, um, and we're trying to get you know the temple on board with all the complaints and all the concerns and. You know, we've, we took a row out and listen, they, the guy put it in writing that it's going to be free parking. You know, the girl that we dealt with no longer works there. I don't know the situation. I don't know why she doesn't work there, but I just know she's not there anymore. Okay. Um, and I did clarify with like the head guy, which you and Pedro spent a ton of time with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, listen, like. This made me look really bad. I was told parking was for my choice and I don't want to charge for it. And he's like, okay, you know, no problem. So we shall see. That's, you know, that's kind of the thing with this, this, that guy seemed like a pretty reasonable guy. And that's why I'm so hopeful for the, for the temple, because I feel like if we do keep packing it, they're only going to make things better for us there. You know, you say stuff, something like just as simple as that, a free parking, you know, he's taking the attendance from the last show and seeing all that and saying, okay, these guys really pack it out. We're going to give them free parking. You know what I mean? And then in turn, you know, it's just going to make it a better situation for everyone. The more you show up and the more that this guy looks at us and says, hey, you know, this is a company that I want in my building. These fans, like you said, there was no altercations, no fights and stupid shit like that. It's just going to make it easier and a better time for everyone. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, that's the hope, you know, and like even the, even the shrine is changing a little bit, you know, they have new people involved and that are running the place. And, you know, that's always kind of like a touch and go thing too now, you know? So it's like, I don't know, man. You know, like it's just, uh, I'm hopeful that, you know, the temple, you know, cause listen, like I, I want to be a Cleveland wrestling company. You know what I mean? Like I love Akron, but like I didn't start this to be an Akron wrestling company. You know what I mean? I love that we've expanded and we've like, you know, we, we've made that a second home, but like Cleveland's the first mm-hmm. home. You know, and like I, I always want to exist in Cleveland. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, uh, that's I went to Cleveland to see independent wrestling when I was a kid. You know, like that's what I want. You know, I I I want. You know what I mean? Like I want that that title. You know what I mean? I want AWB Cleveland Independent Wrestling. You know, and like by default that. You know, we, we've made it Akron and, you know, maybe we can make it Youngstown as well. And, you know, we can make a little kind of territory loop going. But, um, you know, I really like you need that big city anchor and that's Cleveland. And uh, I hope that we can pack it out. You know, like it's just <clears throat> I mean, it's not time for like, you know, a hard sell just yet, but uh, just kind of given you know, we didn't really have a big topic to talk about. And it's just kind of, yeah. this was just like a freestyle of like, 
the current kind of mindsets of, you know, what we're all kind of trying to uh, swim through, I guess, is, you know, as, you know, the behind the scenes, you know, AIW crew, what we're trying to do is like, you know, make these shows work. And, um, you know, a, a big part of that is, is, is really based on the support of everybody listening to this podcast. And, you know, it's, it, it, go it goes out to the you know to the wrestlers that are booked you know what i mean like there's a there's a ton of you know ways that make this that that make this work it's not just me you know i say that all the time on this podcast there's a zillion different people that are responsible um you know and a big part of that is you know the people that come out and support obviously um so just kind of the you know and i I don't know how it's going. I don't know what their inquiries are at the temple. You know what I mean? Cause I don't want to bother. I also don't want to bother them every day and be like, Hey, where are we at? How much, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so you don't want to be a pest. Um, <laughs> yeah, just instead I just am left alone with, 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 uh, my thoughts. <laughs> if it's going to go well or not. You're Tony with the robe on, just sitting in his recliner, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a lot. It's 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 been it, it's been stressful because you know, like uh, the Odeon was familiar. You know, like we knew everything that was going on. Like so easy to deal with, Chris Stark, and you know, since that all went away, and you know, because like we had. We had dates, you know, through this year all at at the Odeon. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like it's been it's been a struggle, you know what I mean? Filling those dates and <coughs> all that stuff. And then it's like like I said, like we're getting to a point to where we have to start thinking about twenty twenty four already, you know, because like you gotta get your dates in with these venues well in advance. So um you know, it's just been a lot to a lot to think about, and you know, I I know that you guys all you know deal with a lot as far as just like as my sounding board for where everything is at, and um, you know, just kind of giving people a little peek peek behind the curtain, I guess, with, with with all that shit and all those moving parts that we've been dealing with lately. Yeah. Uh, I think people want to hear, you know, like to hear from us regardless of what we're talking about. I mean, I, the one, whenever we do take a week off or when we don't have a podcast, I certainly hear it. Uh, people are letting me know where the hell, what the hell's going on with the podcast. So I think it's good for you to kind of get some of this off your chest and let people know where we stand with a lot of things. And I think people enjoy kind of hearing the inner workings of it. You know, uh, not everything has to be, you know, you know, gloom and doom or gossip and drama and all that. Sometimes people just like hearing, you know, the day-to-day operations. Yeah, this isn't the podcast. So if you're looking for <laughs> goss- gossip and drama. Well, right. You know what I'm saying. Um, we'll have to I- integrate that in a new segment, backstage gossip drama. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Not a chance. That's safe for... Uh, messenger and uh text messages <laughs> i do love sometimes our, discord but 
I love how the the one group chat was made for a lot of the department heads and stuff. And when it was first made, it was it was put in there like this is going to be for like you know business type stuff, and, and you know this isn't going to be like a clown around. Everybody you know talk shit and this and that, and it is slowly divulged into like we'll hit. An, an item of something that needs to be discussed, and then from there it trickles down to just somebody getting fucked with. <laughs> yeah, just gotta, that's why. That's why I try to like just stop all communicating in there. <laughs> it's there's enough people in there that it's, the train sometimes gets off the rails. It's impossible to to stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like I I think Youngstown could be good though, and um, I I think that. I think the Toy Hyo relationship is, is is great. Uh I think that it's the perfect thing for, you know, a double header, you know, like I don't I haven't decided, you know, they they're doing another one in October. I haven't decided if we're going to do another one, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I don't know if 3 is too much in Youngstown uh for us or not. Um so I'm going to wait and see, you know, and like, or maybe, you know, like, and then maybe next year we do the winter and the fall one and skip the summer one, you, you know, like, I I don't know. Uh, I got to talk, you know, with Pedro and see how, obviously see how it all goes. Um, but yeah, you know, just thinking about that and the temple, obviously I think absolution is going to be fine. Um, you know, Bischoff is obviously, you know, a, a, a pretty steep, you know, uh, expense. Yeah. But I, I think he's cheap. <laughs> I think he's certainly um, going to pull his weight as far as uh, tickets for that. Because, uh, you know, like I said, they're, I mean, it's already like well over 100 tickets pre-sold for that. So, <clears throat> um, and then, you know, I'm not, uh, I think th- I think we saw some growth with uh, changing the format in Astrobula last year and making it the Fonzie, the Fonzie tournament. I think, um, you know, that should hopefully grow this year. Um, and then Rager at class, you know, I think that's a guarantee. I can't wait. It's my anniversary show. I can't wait for Rager. So, I mean... You know, there's just, uh, you know, trying to get all the, you know, trying to get lineups and things, you know, kind of booked and moved around and, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of moving parts, you know, this is really, uh, our busy season, so to speak. So, yeah, the summer really is really about to start ramping up here pretty soon. So you better buckle up there, Thorn. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I gotta, anything by, I gotta stop buying that Cedar Point fucking season pass because I never use it. I don't know why I keep. Oh, renewing did you get it. another one this year? I don't know why I keep renewing it. Damn, that I feel like Cedar Point, man. That's when you gotta like cut out of work one day and go like during the week because you can yeah. catch it on like a Tuesday and it's dead, man. You can ride like six, seven things and then just go home. You're there for like two hours. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'm sure I'll figure it out. But yeah, just a lot, you know. And if um, I was gonna say, you know. If, People have uh, questions they could hit you up, but you got rid of your Twitter, so I don't know where they can hit you up on Instagram, I guess. I need to, somebody was telling me I need to make one, uh, you know, I should make a Twitter just for like AIW related stuff and blah, blah, and I was like, I don't know if I want to listen to the ball busting of that if I make like a pat AIW Twitter or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, Twitter is, it, it's, you know, it, it, it is, it is tough to, to handle sometimes, you know, like we don't get a lot of like negativity or anything, but it's just like, it's a lot to kind of like lock, like when you're locked in on that scrolling or, you know what I mean? And like, it could just, it can get a little overwhelming sometimes. I almost, yeah. I almost, I almost bit the bullet to go with the, uh, the, the Twitter blue subscription this week for AIW. Oh yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm struggling with it because it does have some, it does have some, advantages but i'm just like oh man like everyone's gonna know that we paid for this like, yeah like what do you even get because i like i said i left a while ago you could post such a toxic place like, you could post like long videos and you can edit your tweets and stuff like that to where hmm. it could have its advantages for a con- I, I couldn't see doing it as like a person you know right. like but you know like with chase making these packages and stuff like that like um you know sometimes we can't upload stuff to twitter where maybe it would probably do its best. And then, you know, link like YouTube links kind of die on Twitter. So I don't yeah. know. I'm going, I'm going back and forth with that too. Yeah. Know? I mean, you almost think he works so hard on some of these packages. If you can only post 30 seconds of the clip, it almost defeats it kind of in a way. It's, I think it's like two minutes on Twitter, but like some of these packages or some of these, you know, trailer videos that he's making, you know, or especially like the prom, like the after show promos, mm-hmm. you know, that's six, 10 minutes, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to think of, you know, more ways to get out the stuff we're producing. Cause I feel like we're really putting in a lot of additional effort, especially in that realm of, you know, video, you know, be it the trailers or the kind of promo wrap ups after every event. Um, and then, you know, obviously, you know, some, sometimes he's, he's making some, some hype videos for you know the the live stream so you know i'm, I'm just trying to kind of get more of that out there because i i don't know that a lot of people are doing a ton of that you know other outside of a wrestler uploading a promo hyping their upcoming match or something you know like i think you know there's a lot of stories that are being told through these you know after show wrap-up videos that that chase has been making and you know, uh, much to the wrestler chagrin, having to cut promos on what they're what they're doing, and Chase facilitating that. Um, you know, I I just want it to be I, I want it to be seen. I think it helps the company. I think you know, certainly uh, helps the wrestlers uh, as well. So you know, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about maybe pulling the trigger on the Twitter blue. I don't know. Well, a couple more Patreon subscriptions. Get over there to AI, patreon.com slash AI Wrestling. Subscribe, f- even $5, get in our Discord, get all the, or like you said, the card information for Over the Line is already up on the Patreon. So We did, uh, you know, I, I did get back on track. Uh, I A couple podcasts ago, I, I said I was trying to um, mail stuff out, and uh, mm-hmm. my label maker was fucking up, so I fucking threw it against the wall. <laughs> I did buy a new label maker. Nice. Uh, looking for those tax write-offs for uh, for the Duke as well. So killing two <laughs> birds with one stone. But uh, I did get a new label maker, and we sent out some fucking awesome um, prints to the twenty dollars tier, which is get a random item in the mail. Uh, Vic Vice uh, painted this amazing. I, I don't know if you saw it or not. Uh-huh. Uh, he painted this amazing. Uh, 
painting, I guess. <laughs> I didn't know Vic paints. That's incredible. That's my dude. What the hell? He never told me he's a painter. Well, that's why his gimmick is the life. artist. That's why his gimmick's the artist. He's okay. A... See, I mean, I knew that, but I didn't think. I thought I'm thinking like pure, like wrestling art. Like you know what I mean, like that. No, I he's know. he's an actual artist. Oh, that's incredible. And he, he painted. Um, Broner versus Suzuki. He took a photo and he hand painted it, and um, we got it made into prints. And uh, Broner, uh, I think it's it, it was like limited to like twenty or something. They're numbered, and Broner signed them, and uh, those got sent out to our to our Patreon um, people in that twenty and above tier. Uh, there were like eleven by fourteen prints that were uh, painted by Vic Vice of Isaiah Broner versus Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> and uh, Isaiah signed them all. And uh, have we had them for a minute? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. so I do have one. I have one actually. I didn't know he painted that. That's incredible. Yeah, he painted that. So we're kind of. I bought back. one of those like immediately because that was like such a. I love that match, uh, and I actually put that in my. I have like a notebook with all the run sheets and everything I've ever worked. I put that in the cover of it. That's incredible. I didn't know he painted that. Yeah, yeah. So like we got a couple left over that we're gonna. Um, Pager's going to sell in Youngstown. Yeah. Um, but we're getting back to, you know, sending out, you know, random stuff like that in the mail on Patreon. That's uh, awesome. $20 or above tier. So um, sign up. You know, every little bit helps, obviously. You know, you've, you've heard about the uh, the stress and the struggles <laughs> that we are going through. Um, and, you know, it's not like doom and gloom or anything like that. Like we're, you know, you know what I mean? We're, we're doing okay, but like I said, I'm always kind of like waiting for that hurricane to come and just like wipe us out. And uh, maybe that's no way to live, but like I'll never feel totally comfortable in, you know, doing this because it's so, it's so unpredictable. Wrestling entertainment in general is just so unpredictable. And, you know, and like, especially when you're doing it on the level of, you know, thousands of dollars, you know, like we don't have millions of dollars. We have, thousands of dollars so like you know things could go wrong very quickly yeah yeah well get, help thorn get twitter blue as well <laughs> help uh you know get some more of that content out there that people seemingly want to have so um i don't know if they want to like have it but we're, we're giving it to them we're gonna give it to them regardless uh you know i like you said i don't think it's so much of a doom and gloom is it just kind of you've always been as transparent as possible especially here on the podcast so i mean it just kind of gives you a you know like you said a glimpse of uh what what john deals with every week so uh, anything else you want to you want to discuss before we get out of here i know we didn't have too much there wasn't really any questions anyone asked no. i know as soon as we end here now everyone will they'll flood the discord with questions tonight once they we've had already some, recorded they did have some questions but i just don't have the answers to them like that's more of like you know, like their questions are more like in the realm of Wadsworth and Pedro, like, you know, worst ideas ever pitched or like things like that, like stuff like that, like exits my brain, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I just got too much going on that like I need to purge shit like that out of my brain so it's not like rolling around in there, you know, I, like or Dom or somebody like there's people that like, like Biggins was great for it, uh, obviously, but like there's people that could like spout off every stupid idea that you've like a person has ever presented. And, like, I'm just not that person. You know what I mean? But, like, there are people certainly within the AIW world that probably have those memories locked in. 
so that was kind of an idea I had here coming up. Anytime that I'm going to get some time at shows here, uh, Jose had an idea talking with Chase about the video pr- production. That's definitely something I'm going to try and, and tackle and get done here in the next couple months. I'm going to talk with Chase. Maybe I'll talk at a show. I'll just go around and ask some of the wrestlers or Pedro Wadsworth, hey, what's the worst AIW, uh, worst idea you ever heard in AIW? Lay it on me. So maybe that's something we'll get Patreon, you know, and then maybe it'll go out there to the regular Beyond the Paywall. But for the most part, maybe, you know, like we said, sign up for Patreon. These are definitely going to be things that yeah, we're, we're getting, getting going we're getting for. a lot more stuff rolling on Patreon. I mean, finally, you know what I mean? I've, I've kind of empowered you with, you know, taking on the task of getting additional audio content at shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because before I was like trying to do it and like I would like be all gung ho to do it. And then like it just would never happen. You know what I mean? I got a couple with Pedro a few times and, and things like that. But I've like what I've realized, especially as like we've taken on this gigantic, you know, production, you know, undertaking and all that stuff is like, I have to delegate more, you know, uh, that's just the only way all this stuff is going to get done. I cannot partake and micromanage every single aspect of everything that's going on. Uh, so I've kind of empowered you in, in that realm to get more premium kind of Patreon audio content. Um, but there there are certainly people that you can go to and be like, you know, like, hey, tell me, like, the five worst AIW um, ideas you ever heard pitched. You know what I mean? Or, like, even, like, you know, I'm sure you could go, like, call somebody like Dr. Dan or something and go over to his house and be like, he's probably – he probably has a ton of memories of all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, um, there are certainly people that remember a lot of it. Uh, I'll tell you, like – I'll tell you one for sure that became a reality is Hilljack versus the Swamp Man. It's <laughs> was pitched in the bar called Coaches in Indiana. Oh yeah. When we did that show during um pandemic with GCW yeah. in in Indiana in that park. That's where Hilljack and Swamp Man was first pitched to me. And I couldn't believe it was a real pitch. And it 100% was a real pitch. And, you know, three years later, two and a half years later, it played out on a show. And it was great, too. That was, that was, I don't know if that one goes from worst ideas to worst ideas that came to fruition that were incredible. It fit, it, it fit the, once they came up with the concept for, October last year, it certainly fit the concept. But if I had never come up with that concept, we would have never seen the Hilljack and the Swamp Man. I could assure you of that. Um, did you? Did you were standing there right in the back. I think I'm almost positive you were standing there in the back when we were discussing uh, Hilljack, and he did the Hilljack call, and. Uh- just in the oh. middle of the show, he did it, and then you heard people on the other side of the curtain that had no idea what was happening. Wasn't that plan? Just did it back. He was like, he was <laughs> like, I didn't bring the stuff. I said, I know, but like, it's the gauntlet. You gotta, you, you gotta, you, you gotta put some deflection out there into the world. Just do it. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? It like, because we were trying to, we were trying to show it to somebody. It could have, like, it might have been Cardona or somebody. Were like, do the Hilljack call, and he's like, what? Yeah. He's like, I don't have the stuff. And I was like, it doesn't matter. Just do it. Yeah. And fans did it back. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what? He's like, now what? I was like, 
they think Kale Jack's in the gauntlet. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, because we played a bunch of songs. That was the pre-music. We played a bunch of songs from old AW talents or people that are you know still around but haven't been around for a minute. We were we were throwing all kinds of diversion out there. I will I, I will say I guess the last thing on that is, um, you know, if we do like if because obviously you know what I mean like our our Patreon fell like tremendously, um, you know as the pandemic went on and you know like there was just nothing to put out uh mm-hmm. but i will say if like we can get the patreon up like i have a number in my head i'm not gonna say it but if we if we can get the the patreon number up uh there is a full pitch for a cinematic hilljack versus swamp man like 45 minute to an hour long cinematic match that has been laid out on the table that uh, would be to, would be an exclusive for Patreon. I'll say that much. <laughs> oh man, God, we got to get that funded. That would be incredible. But that has you know so in in the realms of worst ideas ever that stick in my head, uh, the cinematic <laughs> Hilljack versus Swampman match certainly sticks out. And if we can get the Patreon rolling, uh, there's a possibility that that could get shot this summer. Well, there you have it, guys. If you ever needed a reason to throw five dollars at AI wrestling, there, there it is, right there. Because we don't know, uh, we don't know if we're gonna have anywhere to do that Halloween show. Because we wanted to do it again, and then we talked to the outpost, but the outpost didn't do too good last time. So I don't know where we stand with the outpost. Uh, and then the Winchester is obviously out. So <coughs> um, the next best thing would be to release a patreon exclusive cinematic match possibly oh man i can't i, I but we are gonna try to lock down that we are gonna try to lock down like because i thought that halloween show was super fun oh yeah uh, i would like to make that a yearly tradition if we can find a place to do it yeah everyone said they loved that show for sure some people liked it a little too much <laughs> yeah fucking your old pal ed <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? No, I'm I'm pretty good. All right. Well. I, I feel like I've gotten a lot off my chest today. I feel relieved. Yeah, there you go. Good. I was we're glad to, you know, help get the, get this off your chest there and kind of get some of the stress off you, at least just by talking about it. So uh, for AI Wrestling, for John Thorne, I am Ronald Two Legs. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks.